When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host, Hevs. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Hello. Via Zoom, we're here to talk about season four, episode eight, Teachers. But before we do, we would pass around the feeling stick. Joe, do you have a feeling stick? Um... For this episode... Oh, someone's marking their bingo sheet. Bingo! Probably, uh, no, not this one. Okay, thanks for taking your time on that. I feel hypersensitive about the bingo sheet because I was about to mention time. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll get to that in my feeling stick. Heather, did you have a feeling stick? Yes, I, I do have a feeling stick, you guys. Um, but this is not like in any way I'm not making light of or comedy or anything like that. Um, but Schmidt in the last episode had mentioned Sophie's Choice and it inspired me to watch it. And I just have to tell you, it is the most incredible work of art I've ever seen. It's like literally life changing. So uh, it's on Showtime if you guys want to watch it. I have never seen that. Thank you for that hot tip. Well, we were too young when it came out. All right. So and, was that your only feeling stick? No, I have one more. Shocking. This episode that we're about to discuss. Okay, Joe. It, no, it's it's basically, uh, they took all Golden Girls <sighs> stuff. To Heather, create. I can't keep explaining this to you. TV shows have lots of similar themes. It doesn't mean it all came specifically from the one show you like the most. People not knowing how to do detergent or to do laundry. I feel like that's probably been explored. What? I feel like that's probably been explored on lots of shows. I don't know about that. Okay, so my feeling stick is we want to say thank you to Lauren Schifrin. Hopefully I'm saying her last name right. From Instagram who heard us say, oh, I wish someone would make the bingo sheets and made one. So if you haven't seen it yet, or you don't follow us on Instagram at apartment underscore underscore 4D, you can go to our highlighted stories, get a copy of the one bingo sheet we have so far, and then mark it up on your phone and share it and tag us on your Instagram. And then we'll share it with everybody and I'll play bingo together. So I'm really excited. And I would like to give Lauren the first non- new girl show honey roast award oh honey roast i'll back that up isn't it exciting joe yeah she did a good job with it too she did i like the free space in the middle but then the bottom right corner is joe gets frustrated or jill gets frustrated with joe and i was like that's like another free space I also want to say thank you, Lauren. Yes, Lauren's the best. I also want to say that I know no one tunes in to hear me talk about my obsession with John Mayer, but I still don't have my concert tickets that I want on the radio. The concert's in like two weeks, and I'm so worried my seats are going to be terrible. And I wish I would have bought front row seats like I planned like a year ago when tickets went on sale. And it's very all consuming. And he has COVID and had to cancel some dates, but he's feeling better. Thank you for listening. Let's get into the episode. 
even get front row seats? Yeah, you can get them if you have like $1,500 plus fees. Whoa. I know. And I, I did, and now I don't. But anyway, I digress. Um, the Netflix episode description for season four, episode eight, Teachers, is Jess is anxious about a weekend teacher's workshop with Ryan and Coach. Nick, Schmidt, and Winston plan their idea of a wild guys weekend. Joe, Joe Flicks, go. So on this one, it's a little tricky. <laughs> Do you not have a Joe Flicks? Because it could be a description like uh, love earned is a lesson learned. Oh, Ooh, a poem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as we get into the episode, you'll see, oh, that's what he meant by love earned is a lesson learned. Okay. My Some favorite. Best work, Joe. I know. My favorite part was how Joe was rubbing his hands together like a super villain and how every time one of us is talking, who's not him. He's looking up at his TV and ignoring us. <laughs> oh, I, I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, yeah. Closed captioning, I guess. Okay, so uh, Heather, let me guess. Joe Flicks? Oh, I, I I will never betray Joe. That's ridiculous, <laughs> given that sometimes he's come unprepared with Joe Flicks. I'm going to go Joe Flicks because I don't think the Netflix actually describes the episode. Guest stars from this episode include Lisa Bonet, who needs no introduction, as Brenda no. Brown. There are a couple teachers, but I just, I mean, when Lisa Bonet's your guest star, I didn't really have room for much more than that. We used to love the Cosby show, so that's a big deal. And uh, Different World. Different World. Yeah. She was amazing. And she was the very first person I ever saw with a nose ring. Oh, okay. Very first. And it was like, a nose ring? I've never seen anything. Also, her daughter is amazing in Big Little Lies. Check it out on HBO. All right. So with that super lengthy intro not to talk about time... Uh, since we're on Zoom, we're going to jump into the episode. We're in the loft and Coach is looking at the health book, very confused about what page he's on and what he's learning. And Jess is like, no, teaching's awesome, even though he's not into it, because you got to go to a dope two-day teacher conference and the guys are going to have a guy's night, which is when they do everything they can't do when Jess is home because she's gone. And Jess is all, it's in Palmdale. Like it's so exotic. Like, I thought she was gonna so end it. Boring. I thought she's like gonna say Palm Springs or something. Yeah. <laughs> so Cece's in Jess's room and she's freaking out because Ryan is also going and she's like, oh my gosh, this is the guy you have a crush on. And Jess is like, I keep all our interactions very professional now, which is basically you see in flashback just her avoiding him or running away from him. And she says, says, How was your weekend? And she says, That's personal. Yes. And she's the last thing she says to Cece is, you know, I probably won't even see him. And it flashes forward to them having the hotel rooms right next to each other. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So we're in the loft and the guys are preparing for guys night and Nick is making sangria. And they're saying, what else can we do without Jess here? And they spy on the girls who are stretching from Jess's window. And Winston (laughs) says, I want French braid that girl's hair. I'd French braid it so good. French braid it so good. <laughs> Little creepy, Joe. What? <laughs> I thought you weren't watching television. No, I, I'm listening to you, but all of a sudden you go, Joe? Yeah, because I because I just said, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Winston wanting to French braid that girl's hair? Oh, okay. Well, 
that scene in particular, let's talk about that scene. I was talking about that scene. <laughs> yeah. So that scene is hilarious because they're watching the girls stretch, which I'm assuming they're doing yoga, but they call yeah. it stretching. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> they're not really stretching. They're actually exercising. But <laughs> I like how Definitely. Schmidt says, I like how Schmidt says, Oh, I think the third hottest one just looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Nick says he wants to keep them and they would want for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bad vibe, that scene, on all the levels. Yeah. It's, well, it's but it also ends with Schmidt kicking off the episode with spilling the wine. Yes, yeah, so good segue. And uh, wow, and this isn't a condescending so no one write that I was mean to Joe. That was an excellent segue. Usually you send me back a couple scenes. Thank you for that. Good job, yeah. Joe. No, other people don't like when you do that. They don't? They said one girl in particular is so rude to Joe. She's always like, oh, good job. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is that rude? Is she saying good job? But they I think they think you're being condescending. It. No, I'm saying it because I love Joe. I know what you're doing. I'm not confused. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So we find out that in order to fix the, the blanket, all he needs to do is wash it. But he, Nick suspects he doesn't know how. And he goes to the washing machine, tries to put change in it, puts laundry <laughs> detergent into like the vent thing. And it's just a, a complete disaster. Throws some quarters at it and finally admits, fine, I don't know how to do laundry, which is not sure. I mean, it's shocking because he's a neat freak. Yeah. There's a plot hole there, but we're going to let it go in the interest of saving time. And it copies Blanche on Golden Girls. Oh my gosh. So we're at the conference and Coach is now assigned to be the buffer between Jess and Ryan. And the conference starts and we meet Brenda, who is Lisa Bonet. This is just like a role that's made for her sort of hippie vibes and calmness. And Coach is mumbling. So she calls him out and says that teaching is a huge responsibility and he's not prepared and to sit down. You could see it's already starting in Coach's face. It's just going to be downhill from there. Yeah. So she says to partner up and Ryan wants to be partners with Jess. But Jess is like, no, Coach is my partner. But he jumps up and leaves and goes to the bar because now he knows or feels like he's not good enough to be a teacher. Well, and he, his answer to Lisa Bonet, when she says, why are you a teacher? He said, because my roommate made me. I know, like anyone would say that. <laughs> also stolen from Golden Girls. <laughs> okay, so to clarify again to those of you who are listening, no one's copying Golden Girls here. Maybe there's an occasional idea they took from there, but sitcoms have a lot of overlap. Interesting. So we're in the loft and they come to apologize to Schmidt because he's sitting like a sad little puppy. And he says that, you know, his grandma wouldn't let him do it because his hands were always sticky. And then in college, he had <laughs> maternity corduroys. <laughs> and it was too hard in front of the girls and too much time passed. And Winston said, it's okay. I don't know how to read a ruler. <laughs> that was so funny absolutely ridiculous and nick yells at both of them that both things are super easy and he's going to teach them and i would just like to give a high five to whoever thought this was a good idea for a sitcom episode because it sounds ridiculous when you talk about it but it was funny in the moment oh totally so we're everybody back at the conference something basic they can't do everybody yeah. yeah but the ruler thing like i feel like uh, sometimes i don't remember where to start if you just start where the ruler starts or where the first tick is like that you figure it out but i don't know like, yeah. same. I identify with that one. Joe, do you have trouble with rulers? 
Gosh, it's been, I mean, it feels like decades since I did a ruler. I do tape measures a lot, but that those are less confusing. Stick, yeah, the old stick ruler, that uh that was old school there. Okay, so we're back at the conference. There's a lot of back and forth, which I hate about trying to discuss this episode. Um, and there's cards with questions, and Jess is asking Ryan, and he's answered perfectly like he likes crafting it's just this montage of him answering perfectly and them doing activities together and the obstacle together and he catches her at the end and you could tell she's just totally falling for him I mean I am obsessed with Nick but oh man is it hard not to cheer and root for Ryan he's so adorable Heather <laughs> um and also uh Lisa Bonet tells them tell each other the hopes and dreams that you would have told your birth mother Oh, I thought she said that at the start. She said that oh, there too. Me. Yeah, she says it at the start, but I missed it. Oh, I'm got it. I'm telling okay. you now because you were talking. So that's a, that's a bingo square for somebody because we bounced back again. Um, so we are in back in the hotel room. Jess is on the phone with Cece and she's like, I put a white envelope in your purse, pull it out, and just planted a letter to herself that is hilarious in Cece's bag and Cece reads it in classic Cece monotone deadpan why am I participating in this sort of tone that she has that I don't always appreciate but I thought fit well for the scene flat wearing Oregon trash yes flat ballet ballet flat wearing Oregon trash <laughs> so we're back at the hotel bar now not the conference and coach is complaining and saying all he's teaching the kids is health it's no big deal and the teachers are like, no, that's the most important. If you mess it up, they could get pregnant. And that's when Ned, who's sitting next to him, was like, look, you're my best friend. <laughs> they just met. <laughs> and I'm really worried about you. So another person is telling him they're worried about him. Rough episode for Coach. Yeah. So we're back at the loft, and they're doing laundry and learning how to use the ruler, which the ruler takes one second. Um, I like when... Nick hands the ruler to Winston and he drops it because you could tell it was unscripted and they were just kind of rolling with it. Really cute. And Winston's measuring like everything, including the jar, which we never see them put money in. So it was fun to have a guest appearance by it. And um, measure his own smile. He hasn't yet, but yes, he oh. does measure the, measures the width of his smile. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at the bar and Ryan saved Jess's seat. And she's like, no, I'm going to sit with the tastemakers. Like I've been invited to this bigger table. You're not invited. It's a table that looks terrible. And he's like, oh, I see how it is. You're back to avoiding me. And, you know, what do you have a problem with me? I don't have a problem. When Brenda runs up and says, we have a problem. And the problem is coach on the roof by the pool. Oh, saw that coming. <laughs> Never saw it coming. Me neither. That was crazy. At the loft, Nick is getting ready for a bar crawl now that he's taught everyone what to do. Winston's so happy he wants to measure the width of his smile in a classic <laughs> scene because you can't see the ruler when you're measuring your smile. And they're like, Nick, is there anything you can't do? And he names something like pronounced February and they never <laughs> learned to love. And the guys are like, we need to talk about that. He's like, what do you guys want to do? Sit around all night and talk about love? And that's exactly what they do in a fort and sing I want to know what love is is the first song they sing but why well, do they need a fort for it they try to sing they don't they don't get the words right they keep messing up on the verses <laughs> especially uh Schmidt I think was the worst yeah which is more realistic you know I always end up singing the wrong part of a song and no copying went on 
but just similar to Golden Girls, he did, I'm the smart one, I'm the cute one, you're the nice one. We're not there yet, but yes, I oh, do love that part. my bad, my bad. So Jess is on the roof and um, well, Jess goes on the roof to coach. He's freaked out and he's drunk. He said he bet everyone he was going to do a backflip off the roof. Ryan comes up and he goes, yo, British dude, which I love. <laughs> They're talking to him about it's okay to be scared when coach falls. He probably would be fine, but I guess he's so drunk he can't swim. So Ryan jumps in after him and comes up slow motion holding him. And I love how Jess goes, no, don't do anything heroic right now. (laughs) So now we're in the loft and they're singing hello instead. And that's when we find out that everyone knows that Nick is the cute one. Schmidt is the smart one. Winston's the silly one and coach is the quote sports one he is yeah i agree with those characterizations it's just funny because other ones are you know adjectives and sports is a noun i don't know it's just a weird weird to me so they say the reason he can't find anyone is he's aiming too low they talk about where you find diamonds and schmidt goes this isn't about gems (laughs) (laughs) that was funny she just said that like you know girls and their brooches or whatever (laughs) (laughs) um so he talks about how he loves cc and he you know wants that love again and winston's worried about being a cop and everyone's just yelling guys night it's such a cute scene drinking sangria not beer i should mention speaking of drinking jess and ryan are drinking from the mini bar while coach is laying down trying to fall asleep and jess apologizes and he says something about, Ryan says about how he, he realized he liked teaching when he taught his sister to read because she was dyslexic, was exactly how Jess described would be a problem. She would fall in love with him in the opening of the scene. And she says, you're just perfect. I have a, the biggest crush on you. Ooh. I know. And she tries to take it back. And before Ryan can respond, coach gets up and is like yelling, he's got a vomit. And she's like, Ryan, just go, go. And I can't believe it because she's a supervisor. So she can't have a crush on him. No, 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 she can't. I guess she's going to anyway. So yeah, we're in the What? She's a rebel now. Right. So we're in the parking lot and coach is excited. He's getting Ned's email. This part reminds me of Joe. <laughs> Ned's email is realned8 at gummail.com. And he's like, dude, it's Gmail. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> the real Ned. We wouldn't want a fake Ned. No, no, we want a fake. Like he's a celebrity. And, and how Joe. Is Coach not hungover. What? How is Coach so frisky getting? Oh, emails? I know, right? Totally. Yeah. And uh, Joe, you said, what was it you said wrong, Joe? Was it, was it instead of memes, you said memes? Was that what it was? I can't remember. He said memes. Yeah, I feel like there was another one too. Joe used to, has trouble with the technological word sometimes. So Ryan says he wants to talk about last night and Jess says she wants to strike it from the record and to enjoy his Thanksgiving. He's like, well, I didn't get to tell you how I feel. He won't enjoy his Thanksgiving because he won't get to see her. He likes her so much. It's so romantic. She kisses him. And then they, like she separates and like, okay, I'll see you after the holidays. And she tells coach, you didn't see it. You didn't see it. And I love when he says, do you want to guys want to go for pancakes? What do they call those in England? And he's like round, yum, round, round yummies or something. <laughs> was- round yummies. Yeah. And he's like, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think they're so, called flapjackets in England. Flapjacks? Or flapjacks, yeah. <laughs> flapjackets. 
So then they, they come back to the loft and there's a weird smell and they realize it's from all the empty glasses of sangria. And Nick figures out that Jess hooked up with Ryan, but he doesn't seem upset or anything. Jess goes into her room. She's freaking out, goes to pull her blanket on. And it's now, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Not a blanket. It's a scarf now. <laughs> a scarf, yeah, a large scarf. It's been shrunk from the guys who allegedly know how to do laundry so good. So oh. that brings us to the end of the episode. And I'm going to start off Jess's, my favorite dress look, which literally everything she wore, an excellent dress episode for her, Heather. Interesting that you would say that. Um, I thought all her dresses were equal and I didn't feel strongly about any. So I did something really interesting. I thought I would like the black floral dress that you see her packing in the scene with Cece. And then what happened? You see her packing it. Oh, you you said, I thought I would. Yeah, she never wore it, but I thought I would. So I did. Oh, that you saw her packing. Oh, I thought you meant she's wearing when she was packing. Okay. Yeah. Joe, favorite dress look, if any. Probably that green dress. That was a different green, like uh, like an olive green or something. Yeah, green yes, dress towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Best dressed I gave to Ryan because I have a crush on him. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Joe. Best dress. What do you mean? We're doing a male best dress now? Oh, um, Joe, we have been doing this podcast. This is the fourth season of the podcast. We always do. Okay, check your squares for Jill getting frustrated with Joe. We always do our favorite dress look and then best dress person for the whole episode. It could be uh, Jess. It could be Malcolm. Mine was Ryan. What's yours? Hmm. Oh, my God. Well, with this episode not really being a fashion episode, like, like they didn't really go to a wedding, so no one dressed up like for a wedding. No one was at yeah. work, and it was just kind of like it was like a slumber party episode. Like when the guys got together under the canopy and started singing the love songs and everything. Yeah, thanks for the recap. But did you have a best dressed look? It's okay if you didn't. No, I don't think I did. Okay, thanks, Heather. Um, yeah, I actually, I had to give a nod to the maternity corduroys, mm. but my actually best dress was Winston. It wasn't a bird shirt, but I spent half the episode staring at it, trying to figure out, I was like, is it clouds on yellow? I couldn't figure it out. Ooh, now I'm going to go back and look. That's interesting. Yeah. It's was interesting. it the black and white shirt? Like the Hawaiian shirt? No, it was like, it was yellow with blue. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Joe, next we do a part where we name our favorite Schmidt moment. Do you have one? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, I like the one where Schmidt, <laughs> so he has to, um, he has to pour the laundry detergent in the cup. Yeah. Like, just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a, it was a funny interaction. Where he's like, "Why'd you throw that?" It was perfect. Now do it ten more times. He's like, oh my gosh! I like when he says, "Do you think the line's a suggestion?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that scene with him and Nick was funny. Nice, Heather. Favorite Schmidt moment? Um, mine was when they're in that ridiculous fort that they don't need, and he. There's two times he talks about Cece, and it's just so sincere and so tender. I've had a feeling that was going to be your favorite. I made a note of that. Yeah, no, that's what, well. yeah. He went to the mountain on that one. He's like, I've been to the mountain. Yeah. Right. 
I put my favorite part was how Schmidt was singing, but was always kind of singing the wrong words or at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah. Like me. I was about to say Heather especially is guilty of that. We have a zero on the jar count, but an appearance by the jar. Someone suggested we should list everything that should have gotten a dollar in the jar. Maybe we'll start that for next season because I already have these forms made out for this season. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Favorite funniest moment overall. I hate to be repetitive, but mine was just kind of the singing, anything about it. Cause it was cute. The songs they chose, the singing wrong and how terrible they sang. Those kind of things just make me happy. Heather, favorite or funniest moment overall? Well, that's interesting because I thought we would all have the same one. I, mm-hmm. I don't think you can beat the pool scene. Yeah, I never really, yeah, it wasn't that big a deal to me, Joe. So we talked about at the start of the episode about love earn is a lesson learned. Oh. And so this plays, of episode 20 minutes ago. <laughs> this plays right into the funniest oh. moment because there's not a funniest moment. There's the funniest momentum. Mm. And what I mean by that is oh. during the whole show, really the, the, the gist of this show was just trying to repel the British guy. Right. 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 And, and playing into all the little things that girls look at that they find attractive in guys right, as, right. as a person, like, Oh, of course you helped your sister read. Oh, mm-hmm. of course you're going to yeah. do something heroic. You know, of, of course, course you love, love teaching. Perhaps. So all these things that, you know, you look for in a person, like good qualities, all played out over the show. <laughs> and each time, you know, be my buffer because you didn't want to sit next to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe that girl would have lumped them in like she did, you know, that speaker. So that was a lesson learned is, Something can I would love can be right in front of you. So you better learn your lesson and not try to put a buffer in there per se. Oh. You see what I'm saying? So what was your favorite or funniest moment from that? <laughs> oh my gosh, I just explained it. So the whole the arc, the no, you did not every <laughs> single little if you had closed caption, you'd probably understand no, a little bit better. <laughs> but I'm just saying that. Each time they had an interaction, there was a heroic or quality about him that she was trying to repel. Your favorite moment was all those moments. Was all those moments. When he was burning the love. Yeah. Sorry, I misunderstood. I wasn't sure. And and it was was building blocks, right? It was each time was a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit more. And then finally... The the climax of the whole scene of the whole show was them kissing in the parking lot. Right. Okay. Good. Uh, Good answer. Joe. Heather, did you say your favorite moment? Pool scene. Okay. So that brings us to the Honey Roast Award for the best character performance, et cetera, in this episode, which I am giving to Ryan for being almost like the female version of Jess, which I don't know, maybe that makes him not compatible, but just the answers were so cute and his little accent. And I just really love him. Heather, your honey roast. Uh, I, I just, for me, it was hands down Lisa Bonet. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's a shame we didn't see her more. Yeah, I mean, since she was already in the episode, they should have taken more advantage of that. Yeah, Joe? So... I would say in this show, 
that it would have to be Jess. Oh. She's the one who throughout showed constraint, okay. then didn't show constraint, then showed constraint, then didn't. And always, as always, the show mixes in the humor there mm-hmm. and with all the different things. And then she still, at the end, ended up getting the person. Nice. Okay. That's a, I don't even remember the last time you chose Jess for a honey roast. So no, that's I almost know. always Nick now. Hey. Yeah. 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 So, um, Heather, did you say yours? Uh, Lisa Bonet. I'm having some trouble. Sorry, guys. Uh, Am we I have... boring you with my answers? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, so that brings us to a zero on the bear count, which is another as usual for us, and opens up discussion questions, which we have a little bit of time for. I actually don't have a discussion question this week. Heather, did you come with a discussion question? Yeah. The the first one was was is really easy. Uh, maybe maybe I've missed something but when they're like saying goodbye in the parking lot Jess evidently is getting into a really nice new car oh they probably rented a car to go to Palmdale oh probably that's a long way from LA that's like three hours Palmdale no that's Palm Springs no Palmdale Palmdale's up north no, Palmdale's by LA, I think. I think there's a Palmdale down here, but maybe it's it was north of it was... LA. Not up north like San Fran up north, but like up by like Lancaster, all that. Yeah, I mean, it was like a work thing. So maybe, or maybe it was Coach's car. Yeah, but she was in the driver's side. Right. Because technically he should be hungover. Oh, or even <laughs> still under the influence. Because they're pretty good about keeping them in their respective cars. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. Yeah, good, good catch, though. Do you have another question? Thank you. Yes, I do. Um, Have you ever planned a really wild weekend and then it turned out disappointing or calm? Hmm. Like the guys. Oh, no, I think mine have always come. Well, let's ask Joe since he's a boy. Have you ever practiced or planned a guy's night and ended up sitting in a fort singing about love? Uh-huh. No, I can't say I have. Uh, that would you're be, lost. yeah. The, otherwise, that would be a TV show. So, what I think is, uh, usually, my events that I planned were pretty, uh, pretty basic. I mean, basic in terms of like that's what the standard guys would do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I've always had stuff happen to me that's just crazy. Like the time I took all my friends to the Raiders game and booked the flight back for Monday night instead of Sunday night and just made everyone miss story. work and school and everything else. So do I have things like that happen? Yeah, I mean, crazy things happen like that, you know? Or, you know, you're playing, you know, some kind of game and, you know, the game goes awry and everything goes wrong and things break. And that's just kind of like how guys' nights are. I guess it's not a guy's night until something breaks, right? So I would say, yeah, I've always had weird stuff happen, but nothing that's like, you know, totally watching. Yeah. Heather, what's the answer to your discussion question for you? Yeah, because I try to be wild, but I'm not really that wild. Mm-hmm. And what it, sorry, my dog's going crazy. Um, sprinkles. And um, <laughs> just so, let her walk and keep talking. 
this one she's playing with a toy from joe um so this one time jill and i planned all week we planned all week to go to brunch on sunday Mm -hmm. and we're like we're gonna eat so much we're gonna get our money's worth it's gonna be insane i'm gonna fast and we got there we each had like one plate (laughs) <laughs> i think it's one of those you had to be there story <laughs> no because we expect you to be all wild and crazy no and i the- remember i was there yeah <laughs> and we paid all that money and we had one plate <laughs> yeah it was crazy time to go home joe we only have like six minutes left but do you have a discussion question before we end you know i i don't know if i do that's fine on this one because uh yeah i don't i don't think i do on this one okay so um i just thought of one really quick i was just wondering if you were ever in a situation where you didn't know how to do laundry fun story i married joe and had to call my mom she was at work and never explained to me how to use the washing machine (laughs) oh that's funny i didn't learn till i got my first apartment yeah joe you seem like you were probably doing it on your own young uh yeah yeah I started in high school and I just you know but you know when you're young you just throw everything in there so yeah I had a lot of grays a lot of reds a lot of pinks a lot of you you, you just can't mix everything and you can't put like nice shirts with not nice shirts and no you know there's a so I didn't know the ins and outs of it. I just like, oh, just put it in. It'll get clean here. Pour the soap, pour the soap in and it's totally. good. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes our discussion. Oh, just really quick. Do we have a minute? It's not a question. One minute. Okay. It's a statement. Um, so talking about someone saying something basic and someone going insane on them. And so the guy said, how was your weekend? And just like, none of your business. So there's a scene on Abbott Elementary where the teacher says, have a great day. And the principal says, don't tell me what kind of day to have being all presumptuous. Yeah. So this is, this is Lauren. Lauren already knows about this because she sent me the the squares and I text them to Heather. I think it takes them to both of you, but text them to Heather and Heather wrote back. I don't talk about Abbott Elementary. And I was like, you've literally mentioned it in every episode since it came out. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I screenshot that and sent that to Lauren. And I was like, look, she did it right now. And still in the last minute here, you're like, oh, Abbott Elementary. We well, may have to be our next podcast. Because it was so funny, but it was similar, but we didn't have time when we were doing the, the show. Well, your line of thinking, they stole that from New Girl. Abbott Elementary, yeah. <laughs> But I love them. I love Avatar. All right. Well, on that note, we literally are running out of time. So we'll see you next week for season four, episode nine, which is the Thanksgiving episode. I love, we all love an episode where they're all together. So really looking forward to that. We'll be back together in person and soon. trans in it. And trans in it. We'll be off Zoom in like two more weeks. And we hope you have a good week. Thanks for listening. I'm going to go for you. Bye. Bye.